In the far reaches of space, there exists a place of strange and unnatural origins. None can truly say how it began or how it continues to thrive to this day. A point where reality exists on multiple planes all at once, and impossible planetary alignments are all but commonplace. Many theories exist on the machinations of this galactic anomaly, but the most prevalent of all is the abundance of what we call magic. Magic capable of sustaining multiple habitable planets of fantastical ilk, bending reality on a whim and creating cosmic wonders unlike any other. This is the Emerian Veil. Thus we find ourselves in the Onyx Ring, a bright sector within the Veil, and furthermore on the planet of Oberterra, a world thrumming with the vibrant song of the Arcane. Magic is quite potent here, so much so that even the smallest, simplest story has a bit of that mystical charm to it. Truly, there is no better place for our story to take place. As for today's story, I wonder if it will be a fantastical tale of grandeur, or perhaps a story of ancient prophecies and venturing to new heights beyond this world. Or maybe even just a humble little tale of the life of a cobbler. There is only one way to find out, though. No story writes itself unless we push forward and turn the page. On Oberterra, there exists the continent of Cathensia, the heart of the planet's magical force. As the sun passes its zenith over the glistening landscape, we go further still to find ourselves in the largest country on this continent, Cathonia, a mountainous region that still houses its fair share of forestry and gusty plains. Here in one of these sprawling plains lies settlements aplenty, each going about their day, sticking to their routines much like a well-oiled machine. However, their cozy day is brought to an abrupt halt when a surprise thunderstorm rolls in, drenching the region in a foreboding and unusual darkness. Most presume this to be a storm like any other and take shelter for the day, continuing with their humble stories as they see fit. However, not all who shelter away on this day will have such small tales to share for long. Our adventure begins in the village of Smaldron, a fledgling settlement resting on the eastern plains of the Epperington province of Cathonia, the evening sun's high above on this summer afternoon, although it is hard to tell due to the intense sudden storm. At the heart of town, a rather large building is abuzz with lights and sound. Shall I roll to see who goes first, or do we have any volunteers? You can roll if you like. I'd Otherwise, like to... I will Somebody call a number. Between one and four. Three. One. Two. Okay. Zangia will go first. Uh, from the northern part of town, a large armored fellow approaches with a smaller, not armored fellow, for lack of better descriptors, because my brain... A twink, yes. Uh, with a, a smaller twink, of fo not following, but leading the way. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, Sangio? I am a ghost. I woke up, and now I just go this direction. Thank you for sharing. I'm very proud. Okay, Bo. You can go ahead. Yes, I will introduce myself now. I'm Bo McGuffin. Um, but I haven't gotten the word out of Zangio. I haven't gotten a word out of him since he woke up a couple of 
weeks ago, again, rather rudely, I may say. And, um, well, right now I can't really talk because I have my cape thrown over my head trying to keep this accursed rain off of my gold and warm brown adventuring outfit. Well, you're gonna say your bosom. Your bosom. My bosom as well. It is rather exposed to these elements. My bosom is well. I catch pneumonia. You can I'm... get a glistening wet to attract suitors. It's it's no longer. I have a nice rack. It's my bosom is well. <laughs> so um, bosom. The fucking boonies aren't my first choice for a warm, welcoming shelter, but I can see the glow of the inn. From where I'm standing through yes. this awful rain, so I'm going to make a beeline towards there. Okay. Zangio, are you going to continue following this tiny man? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. You don't want to be flavorful like our friend over here? Okay, I follow the, t- the Twix. Come along now, it's getting into my heels. Into your goulashes? No, I'm wearing high heels and like very skillfully running through the rain with them to the point where people are stopping to watch me do it because it's so <laughs> impressive. I can just picture that scene from Jurassic World. Oh yeah, the fucking one scene. Yeah, I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, just that scene's forever imprinted on my mind. Okay, uh, so we hear the bell ring to indicate that you have entered the building. We go over to the southern exactly. region of town to see a... Please describe for us what we see who we see wandering about the southern regions. We see Sophia Smith. She's dressed in well clothing. And trailing beside her is her wolf, SJ. It's a secret what SJ stands for. Social social justice? No, try again. She has uh, kind of put a hood up to kind of cover from the rain a bit. Kind of whistling a merry tune as she walks. She's not really stoked to have her hooves covered in mud and everything, but she's trying to make the best of it. Are you singing in the rain despite it being a very thunderous storm? She's humming. There's a difference. I thought you said she was whistling. <laughs> whistling, humming, they Stick say. to your own cannon, man. Come on. Listen, I am stupid. You know this. I know you're getting into character, but you're not stupid. Anyway, she's whistling and humming, kind of alternating between the two as she sees fit, not really paying much attention, just kind of keeping her mind busy. Sometimes she'll say a little something to SJ, they're like, oh, hey, SJ, look at that funny little duck that flew by. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my gosh. Listen, when you're just traveling on the road and you don't have anyone to talk to but your pet wolf, make sure you just talk to your wolf so you kind of don't go stir-crazy. I mean, that's fair, I suppose. Uh, would you like to tell us... What class in... Well, you've already told... We've already said what race Sophia is, but you can share your class information with us. Sophia is a ranger, and she is a beastmaster. If that wasn't obvious enough. <laughs> to whoever might listen to this in the future, she is a beastmaster that lets her have a pet wolf named SJ. Um, would you care to explain what you're doing in the southern region of town? I am here on a quest. I don't know how much of that you want me to reveal. Uh, that is... Right now, it's just you discussing what you're doing, so you can reveal as much or as little as you like. You're not sharing this information with anybody, so... Okay. I'm here on a quest from the The queen, queen, Ayana, who is also my best friend. Thank you. (laughs) 
I'm here in the general area of where we think a certain object might be. However, it is, it is storming. I have this, Sophia has decided to go and take a rest for a bit, get some bite to eat, get out of the rain for a bit, kind of relax after a day of traveling. Okay, so I'm assuming you're going to find your way to the tavern then. Yes, to the tavern. Okay, and with another ring of the bell, we pan over to see our last character that we will be introduced to. If you would like to go ahead. I whip. Anyway. <laughs> you whip. You win the game. You win the game. Um, so I am Sherry, and I'm Sherry of Grip. I'm an R. Kroken. Uh, hermit. Hermit? <laughs> Monk. Oh, uh, wait. One thing. I was thinking about it. Can SJ mean thick jams? <laughs> God. You know what? SJ, the meaning of it, changes every other week. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured that was the case. Alright, awesome. So I ha- have been in the woods trying to find myself because I have no magic. So... It's kind of hard to do um, monkly stuff that isn't the way of the open hand. Um, occasionally, I will be coming. I come into the town in order to go to the pub and grab the cheapest thing possible, and then I go back into the woods and I find some sort of money to keep doing this every week. That sounds like banditry. That sounds like or banditry with extra steps. <laughs> Is anybody accompanying you in the woods? No. So it's not prostitution, but thank well, you for your thank you for the proposal. Been. Maybe they go for a quick, you know. I'm no horny bird, motherfucker. If nobody's going with them, it's. I don't need to explain how prostitution works to you. I don't know how prostitution works. I don't think you do, but. If I do, you'll pay the money. And then you... Are the feral animals paying cash to raw dog the bird? I mean, maybe they could. Why? Wait, this happened last time, too. Why do we keep coming back to sexual advances and fucking Sherry? Stop talking about my bird's cooch. Exactly. Where were we? It's just a spicy cloaca. I am taking a bath. I am taking a subtle bath in the rain, by the way. So It's It's free bath. It's free bath. And also I have my water skiing out. So it's catching the rain. Because the rain is clean. The rain is clean. Unlike your soul. My soul is fucking clean. I'm assuming you also make your way to the tavern. I make my way to the tavern. Okay. (laughs) Um, As you open the door and have the bell ring behind you, uh, the scene you see before you is a bustling tavern of people drying themselves off by the hearth fire, ordering drinks and food, and just milling about. Excuse me. You can see a variety of characters... Uh, namely the ones we have been introduced to, uh, tending to their business. Um, let me see. Could somebody please, uh, let us know what everybody's doing in the tavern? Of course I can. I am on the Briefly. Bar. <laughs> Fine, someone else can go. It's fine. All right, let's go. I'm sorry. Just briefly. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Finish. I am up at the bar. Dry, trying to dry myself off as much as possible, which is rather difficult because my clothes, while extremely beautiful and elegant, soak up rain they're, like a motherfucker. They're very absorbent instead of repellent. But I'm trying to catch the attention, the atten- the attention of the bartender. Excuse me, could I get some service here, please? 
Uh, you're gonna need to wait for a second, Toots. I'm a little busy right now. I got all sorts of people to help. Um, I'm assuming Zangio is still accompanying uh, Bo. Yeah. Sophia, what would you be doing in the tavern? Trying to get a bite to eat and getting a little myself. And once I've managed to do that, just excuse me, bark, bartender. Hey, I don't know if you heard what I just said to that pretty boy down there, but I'm a little busy at the moment. I got did, lots of patrons to serve. You're gonna need to wait for a second. I did not hear you, but that is a pretty boy. You're gonna need to wait. Okay. And as you both keep trying to get the barkeep's attention, would be when Sherry would enter. Would you also like to approach the bar and try to get this short-tempered man to serve you some things? Uh, no. Sherry, since Sherry has been living in the woods for a while and coming to the pub, um... They know that of, of the mannerisms of this bartender. Hey, hold and on, I have something. If you want to go to the bar, I just thought of something funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, Sherry's going to, like, kind of, like, you know, shake themselves off at the doorstep. Like a wet dog. Like, a little bit, but like a polite one, you know? Oh, like when the fucking birds are in bird baths? Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. So then uh, Sherry goes to... Um, what would be their normal spot? There is, it is a bit crowded, and they kind of shove their like wings in, in first. Like, excuse me, excuse me. Ah, Sherry, good to see you again. Let me get your usual right out to you. What? 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 I thought you were busy. I am busy. I'm serving actual customers, Toots. Actual customers? And Sophia like waves a bit of gold. Just I have money. I'll get to you. Clarence. Uh, <laughs> Sure, we'll call him Clarence Do-Good. How about that? He's not uh, doing that's much not a bad name. He's not doing much good for us right now. Clarence, it's always a pleasure to see you. It's always good to see you too, Sherry. What can I get for you today? The usual? Yes, the usual. And I got a little bit more, so I might splurge. Ooh, look at the splurge. Pint of ale? Mm-hmm. On that. <laughs> Uh, what what would be Sherry's usual? What is he? What do they get when they come in? Um, they usually get something a little bit more hearty because, like, whatever whatever was last week's, and it's it's like something that's filling for them because so know, maybe like a heavy soup or something or yeah. some just like soup and bread. Yeah, soup and bread, and and I guess I would Sherry be. You know what? Yeah, sure you can drink. I don't care about whatever religion I'm stuff well, is this. I'm ready to party. I'm here. I got extra money from the woods today. Ready to fucking What's party. What's the point of having a god if that god won't let you party? That's right. Well, wait, do you have a god here a month? Well, you did say that Um, there's only one There is the one god. It's singular. just... I was just confused because it's like, wait, is Sherry religious? Is Sherry as a monk? I... I think I'm going to re- re- revamp Sherry a little bit so that Sherry's a little more religious because as a monk, you kind of have to be religious. Spiritual, at least. A yeah, I kind of get a that. cleric, but like a loose cleric. Kind of. I feel like Sherry would actually follow more since they're in the woods. They're going to look for more natural spirits. Okay. Just say that he's look- Sorry, just say that they're LaCroix Buddhists like we are. LaCroix Buddhists? <laughs> yeah, they're LaCroix Buddhists. I love it, whip. Yes, by the way, I punctuate all of my words with a whip. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Clarence brings out a piping hot bowl of soup, a uh, fresh slice of bread, and a hefty pint of ale for you. There you go, Sherry. Don't worry about it. You get your tab when you're good and ready, my man. Thank now, if you'll excuse me, what can I do for you two twerps? 
I'm not sure. But thank you. I was, I was here first. Excuse you. I don't care who was here first. I got customers to serve. If you're not ready to order, I'm going to head on down the bar. You have anything stronger than ale on that menu of yours. I got water with liquid alcohol in it. I will take it. <laughs> liquid alcohol? <laughs> I would hope alcohol comes liquid. It could, if you freeze it, it could be in cubes. Fair. Alcohol doesn't freeze that good, though, does it? I mean, if you leave anything in the freezer long enough, it's going to freeze eventually. You, big man, you getting anything to eat? Do you eat? Do you drink? Does Zangio break his vow of silence? His yeah. chastity? I'll take two of your water with liquid alcohol. <laughs> Sounds good. What about you? I will also take some soup. A good some water. Soups for paying customers only. <laughs> and I just hold up the coldest. What do you think I am, then? A customer. But a paying one. Wink. Are you trying to bribe me? No. Are son, you are you trying to bribe son? me? Are you trying to bribe Are you asking her if she's trying to bribe you for goods and services Sir, that I you did. provide? What is the point of the money? Can a salesman? If you don't want my money, then what do you want? Your money. What's we'll my money? I don't want your money. I want your money. And she pulls that coin in her pocket. She puts that coin in her pocket and drops out another coin. Just... Fine. You'll get your soup. May I have some bread as well? He snatches the coin out of your hand. I'll think about it. Please think nicely. Look at this. How look much at my the drinks? If it's just one gold piece for a meal, I'd say probably. Five silver? Is that how much? Half of the gold pieces. It's ten, ten, ten silvers to a gold? No. Mm, one silver is ten copper. Uh, oh god, we're doing math. Okay, yeah. Ten silver is one gold. Uh, ten, ten copper is one silver. I only have gold pieces. Can you make change? Of course I can make change. What kind of customer service representative would I be if I could not make change for my customers? I cannot tell you how many small towns I have had to lodge in that are not able to make change for a gold piece. Well, have you seen Smoldron? We're a pretty good-sized town. We got the Baron living right next door, if anything. It's all good. I got your change for you, toots. He said something gold piece. Well, I thought you were getting two drinks. So I thought the drinks was silvers. We're in silvers. Wait, how much? How many silvers? Five silvers? For a drink. Yeah, a so drink. it's ten that's, silvers. That seems a little fucking pricey for fucking the I 80s. don't know how to price things. I am so I'm socialist. I'm, I'm just hearing numbers and my brain is turning off. Okay, if it's five silvers for a drink, two drinks would be ten silvers, uh, so that'd be one gold piece. Yeah, because... Uh, yeah, and he's trying to hand him one gold piece. No, I know. I, the DM, Adeline, was asking you. Oh, I must have just misinterpreted you. No, no, no. Sorry. I know. My normal speaking voice and my hearty customer service voice are very similar. I'm aware. <laughs> um, a meal is one gold piece. Okay. A drink is five silver. Okay. Bo is buying two drinks. So... Instead of having to break the gold piece, since 
One drink is five silver. Two drinks would be ten silver. Bowie Guffin is buying two alcoholic beverages. Each alcoholic beverage is five silver. The conversion rate of silver to gold is ten silver per gold. How much silver is Bo McGuffin giving him? Silver. None. He's giving him one gold. Exactly. There you go. Okay. One gold. Okay. I got it. He, he takes your guys' money and uh, heads back into the kitchen for a little bit. Um, as he's in the kitchen preparing your meal and your drinks, uh, do you, excuse me, kind of just gaze across the scene in front of you, kind of get a feel of what's going on in the tavern for you? Or do you not give yeah, a shit? Yeah, yeah, of course, he always does. But he's also really distracted by this gigantic, obvious wolf that's beside this finely dressed woman beside him. And meanwhile, Sophia is also kind of looking around, kind of curious, just kind of people watching, you know, as you do. She does take a moment to kind of look at Xander, just like, Huh. And just kind of moves on from there. We have pointed out that Zangio is very unusually tall, right? Yeah. Okay. How tall is he? Big boy. Seven, four. Okay. Oh, you went with four? Yeah. What'd you go with? I just thought he was flat seven. I didn't no. know you added a four. Seven, four. He needs to be taller. <laughs> Both like eyes, SJ. And SJ is just sitting there at Sophia's feet, just you like. I say SJ, and my mind corrects it to SJW. Oh, I Is that a. Husky? Yes, I bought him. I will admit, the dealer I bought him from was not the best. He was very cruel towards animals, but I wanted to give SJ here a good home. You were just saying this to me. <laughs> Openly. Like an NPC? Listen. Press button. <laughs> Listen. I was assured, and I have had him tested, he is in fact a husky. He's just big. Sure he is. Usually, when I ask people that question, <laughs> they say, yes, he is a husky. Straight up. Without giving me. I was making conversation. I've been on the road all day with no one but SJ here to talk to. For and as much as I love him, he can't really talk about you from the kingdom. For the yes. uninformed, it is illegal to trade and sell wolves. So they are referred to as the trading of huskies, air quote, air quote. It's illegal, but like, everyone does it anyway. Yeah. What brings a kingdom in this missionary to the... The boonies. boonies. Let's just say I'm on some business. I'm just stopping here to get a meal. What sort of business? The business of getting a meal. And Clarence slams down your bowl of soup with the bread already thrown in it. Ugh. Here are your drinks, toots. And he slams down your diluted alcohol, I'll so call it. Sophia does break off a bit of the bread and gives it to SJ. <laughs> oh. Sets one down in front of Daniel. <laughs> That's just tap water with rubbing alcohol in it. Basically. Good to me. God. You didn't get a drink. Did you just steal this man's drink? <laughs> Excuse you. I'm going to need you to roll sleight of hand for that. This is going to be. Sleight of hand, she's doing it right in front of him. So we want to have a little advantage? No okay, I said that as a joke. <laughs> okay. Oh. 
Okay. This is undrinkable. I'll drink it if you don't want it. The Birdman, however, catches my eye. Sure, Cherie's like eavesdropping, but Cherie's just kind of minding their own business and eating, like at the. Then drops the cup. <laughs> the SJ goes to lick it up. Can I make like a sleight of hand to make sure Bo can grab it because I don't want to pay for a fucking glass. He breaks it. I mean, sure, but are you? No, actually, I just can't trip mage handed. Are you here to say that Zangio is not allowed to just waste alcohol? I don't want to pay extra money to fix up a glass of something that he a is not going to drink and a I'm not going to drink. That's just extra money I'm wasting. Okay, I suppose don't just do me a sleight of hand. Yes. Oh, can I just mage hand it? You can flavor mage hand it. Yeah, but. What? 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 It's oh a part- okay, sorry. Um, it is a gonna be sixteen. Okay, sure. Yes, you're. Tell me how your mage hand stops it. I refuse to believe these are actual glasses. These have to be like plastic cups. God, yeah, a special- I don't think the mass production of plastic in my fantasy <laughs> world is quite something that's okay. there. It could be. Sorry. It just be wooden coffee mugs. Thank you. <laughs> They're not clear. Uh, that would be magic in this world. Yes, a spectral golden, uh, a spectral shimmering golden hand erupts from out of seemingly nowhere and scoops up the glass gracefully before it shatters on the ground and sets it back up on the um, Wonderful. counter. Ten out of ten. I very much approve. Sophia just needs to see and mother sure herself. Just if you want this, you can have them. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take it. I'm not gonna turn down a free drink. It's literally tap water with rubbing alcohol. I've had worse. You're from the kingdom, correct? Didn't say I've always been in the kingdom. You you think I haven't gone anywhere else? I I did not ask for your life. Kingdom (laughs) miss. Kingdom miss. Yes, hello, bird. What is your name? Oh, I'm Sherry. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you, Sherry. Is it racist to just come up to people and go, Hello, bird. Hello, tiefling. Oh, hello, horn fuck. (laughs) Hello, ghost. Tiefling. You don't know that. Oh, that's true. Hello, knife ear. Hello, bitch. That does sound like a fucking fantasy slur written by <laughs> some guy. Yeah. Are we sure that's not until it's like Dragon Age or whatever? It is a slur. It's Wait. Warhammer fantasy. Oh, of course or- it's by the Warhammer. Orcs. I was about to say, I swear I've heard you say it before. Because the orcs, the orcs, the orcs uh, call them, they call the dwarfs the stunties and they call the fucking elves the knife ears. I call my girl the stunty. That's because it's a stunty. She then, is. And then they call the humans the umis. Stunty. Der- stunty. Derogatory. Stunty. Derogatory. Uh, sorry, continue. Anyway, have T-Flame, what's your name? Oh, my name is Sophia Smith. Oh. Nice to meet you. And this here is SJ. Oh, I like your I like your husky. Thank you. If you're not gonna drink one of those, can I have it? Yeah, sure. Would yeah. you like this? Because the bread is like uh, Sherry have food. Sherry doesn't have food. Okay. Does I, Sherry have a pint of ale? Sherry, Sherry does, but wait, you're gonna have to you're gonna wait for it real quick. Thank you. And he, he, they pull out their napkin, dab, pour it a little bit on, and then put it to their side where where now you guys can see that there is a big gash wound. I just open. <laughs> I thought you were going to pull an adventure game and stuff the whole cup, liquid and whole, <laughs> in your pocket. Oh, Sherry, How long has Sherry been injured? <laughs> the whole time. 
gone. They've been letting the rain wash it away. Oh my gosh. But they, they pour the rest on and dab it in. And then they put, they pocket the cup. They pocket the cup. Okay. Um, do you need like a, I, I can do a healing spell on that if you need me to. Oh, I don't have any money though. Oh, you wait, I can do it for free. This is no big deal. <laughs> Bo from the from capitalist hell, Estria, free. Just free, but not for you because you're not injured. Oh, if you're sure, then yes, absolutely. That will cast cure wounds. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing signals, fine signals, hand signals, gesture. Yes. Are you doing your spell somatics? Would you say your name was yes. Sherry? Yes, as in Sherry Farrowgrip? No. <laughs> oh, well. That's so, that's so odd. You look almost exactly like my old roommate, Sherry Farrowgrip, from Windsor Wizard Academy. Oh, you're a wizard? No. It, oh. No! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't need to pry. It's okay. I can tell you're and a you wizard. Oh, well, I'm Bo McGuffin. Bo McGuffin? Never heard of That's such a delightful name. Thank you. If <laughs> <laughs> you excuse me, I'm sure you don't know. Someone who looks just like I might you has your exact need my name. Paper, my paper sheet because I need it for certain pools of ability. Oh. Sherry gets Sherry. It's very nice to meet you both, and you Sophia and SJ and Big Man. Uh, I have some business to attend to, and they walk out the door back okay. into the room. Wait, did you <laughs> want that healing spell? As you're going out the door, I hold out my arm and grab you. Excuse me! And then I do lay on hands. Okay. Okay, you have to explain lay on hands to me. You've been cut I off. I did the big touch, okay. and healing energy goes in and does a heal. Okay. I assume you are healed then. I am healed. Oh, thank you so much. Um, if you excuse me, I'll be taking a leave. Unless you have uh, something? Hold them still, please. Um, thank you. But they were trying to leave. Big statue <laughs> grip, go hard. Bo um, walks back around, gets a good look at Sherry's face. Am I just like, am I just a figure to you right now? It is you. It's unmistakable. Bo, how are you? Bad, honestly, miserable. Um, this college life feels like this. Small world, I didn't expect to see you. I Alive? I didn't expect to see you in the boonies. It has been... I've been having a bit of a rough time since graduation. Congratulations <laughs> on graduating. Thank you. <laughs> Sophia's um, just watching this back and forth like a tennis match. You are aware that you are a missing person's case and your parents are... And you are aware that I left through the window. Did you? I did. I um, was absolutely zooted out of my mind that night. Yes, I'm aware of a missing person. As this scene is playing out, uh, you notice SJ beginning to 
sniff at the feet of a small portly man and start to begin bothering him like a dog does when they want something from them. Oh, and you hear him go, shoo, go away, shoo. That's right. Please leave this man alone. Anyway, Sophia just kind of gently talks on that straight. She's like, "Yes, Jake, leave, leave this man alone. Leave him to enjoy his whatever he's doing." I'm sorry, sir. Uh, as you look up to apologize to him, you notice he is no longer once where he was, and is now in the opposite corner of the room, staring you down. Oh. Hmm. Well, it's either a ghost or some redneck shit. Either way, I don't think I want to be involved in that. What do you mean redneck shit? We are in the booties. There's fucking redneck magic. What? You look me in the eye, you tell me rednecks wouldn't use magic if they had access to it. Magic missile! I know exactly. it's the boonies, but it's not like redneck territory. It's not I like southern Louisiana. I was a bougie ass asshole in any town that has less than This is like your standard poor ass peasant town that exists solely to have a tavern for traveling. Oh do you now? Yes. <laughs> Think this is like fucking fantasy fucking Louisiana with the bayou and the gator swamps. Anyway, Sophia just kind of sees this and she's like, hmm. Jay, let SJ stay close to me. Um, let's leave that man alone. SJ barks at you disappointingly because she wants to continue bothering this man. SJ, please. Um, as your guys' scene continues, uh, you do catch it out of the corner of your eye, this man also staring the three of you down as well. Um, I had something I want to say, but I don't think I should say it because it's gonna, it's gonna elicit so many jokes. Come on. No, you can't say I that. I should probably let go now, huh? Yes. Oh, are you still holding on to Sherry? <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, 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 just put them down. Sophia's gonna go over to Sherry just... Listen, I don't know what all of that was about, but like, are you good? Um, a little shaken, but thank you for checking in. You're welcome. Here, you can pet SJ if you want. That oh, might help. Yes. She likes, she likes to be scratched behind the ear. Sherry's petting SJ, by the way. While while Sher- while Bo makes some, some Can I answers. help you? I was checking in on them. Not you. Him. Oh, weird guy. Uh, as you point to the corner of the room, you notice he is no longer where he was formerly standing and is trying to shuffle past you out the door. Sanjiel, can you grab him? Can I grab him? By the well, cuff of his neck or some shit. Roll to grapple this little man. <laughs> is it Just okay? <laughs> Grapple. Yes, please. That's true, that's true. very good judge of character. Should I use my fancy thingy or should I use my... Computer? Roll your dice. You have your fun dice. Give us the first actual roll. Give us that first roll. Roll, roll, roll. Because you're rolling your grapple the small portly man. Yeah. What an awful time for my nose to be plugged up. Don't worry. At least you have. At least you didn't get a bloody nose while wearing a face mask. God, Twice. true. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Got me out of work for like 20 minutes. Right, I'm proficient in that. In the grapple? Eight. Uh, eight? Eight. 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 Uh, as you reach down I to... Four. I'm very sorry. Uh, as you reach down to grapple the portly man, uh, you barely miss him, but in a way that's quite unusual 
almost as if your hand phased through him. But before you could even try to get your hands on him, he, as you try to get your hands on him, not before, uh, he leaves through the door and is out of the building. That guy was totally sketch. He was extremely sketch. I, I just wanted to confirm. See, part of me says, follow him, see what he's up to. But the other part is already following him. Okay, to the rain? Yes. Okay, Sherry, I'm gonna go follow because... Oh, I wanna make sure they don't die or anything. Okay, have fun. I can't have that on my conscience. Come along, Zandio, he's getting away! For a solid minute, it's just me staring down Sherry before I turn around and go that way, too. Okay. Um, so it is still storming outside. The four of you are outside of the tavern now, right? Uh, Sherry actually is still in the tavern because- Oh, is he? Is they? Are- Is they? Is they? Yes. Is they? Onamate. Does ish they? Does ish they? They- they don't have a solid reason for following these people yet, though they are kind of considering it because they- feel like they should thank Zanjo properly for in their in his own roundabout way of healing him. Okay. But, um misgendering my own bird. It's okay. Jeez, Fuck, uh, I feel that. Just are you really non binary until you accidentally misgender yourself? Is it really misgendering if you misgender yourself? Yes. Uh as you're pondering what you should do in this moment, uh, Clarence Duguid makes his way up to you once again. Because uh, I'm assuming you're still by the door at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Clarence is making the rounds, getting drinks and such out to other customers when he spots you kind of like, you know, <laughs> zon- looking a little zonked out. And he's like, uh, Cherie, my man, what's, what's up? You good? Well, I... That group that you were just serving. Ah, uh, yeah. The pretty boy and a uh, big man. Yeah, and the one with the husky. Um, they just went past yeah, me. The husky. The, wink. The husky. Wink. <laughs> um, they just went past me following someone. Should I? I don't know. Clarence, you're the only one I, I kind of trust around here. Well, you know what I always say, Sherry. It doesn't do no good if you don't do good. You're gonna buy one pineapple, you're gonna buy three pineapples. He has a tattooed on his forearm and over his heart. I'm, I'm gonna establish this here. Sherry Whittles and Sherry Whittled a sign just for Clarence that says that exact thing. It don't do Clarence good lives. if it ain't do good. I love that. That's very good. Is this where Clarence lives? No, that's the <laughs> Baron's house. That's where Clarence should live. That's where Clarence should live. It's true. Clarence should be the mayor. I like that you just went, that's right. <laughs> So if it weren't up to me, I'd make sure those those little skeevies weren't getting up to nothing. Okay. Oh, you can thank Cassie what? for this word. Cassie said it the other day, and it sounded so weird. We were saying something milky something, and she's like, that's skeevy. Bo's over here being called toots, pretty boys, skeevies. Don't treat him like a piece of meat. Well, he's got that big bosom. His bosom is well. And it's just, wet from the rain! This is 
my non-canon money since I did mention it earlier. But Sherry did mention that they had a, a like a bit more to be able to pay because they always pay off their tab by the end of the night. So right. Like, here you go, Clarence. I'll be right back then. All right. Sounds good. You stay safe, Sherry. All right. I'll keep the seat warm for you. Thank you. And then I'm assuming you're out the door. Yes. Okay. Is everybody still kind of out, just outside the tavern? Yeah. yeah. As long as running through the Huh, because yeah. you guys are actually running, and I'm just kind of like. Well, do you know where you're running? Do a per- do a perception check for me, please. You want me to do one too? Yes. Okay. What happened to my? Oh, I'm so perceptive. Use your old fifteen. One. Oh. Would you mind rolling your perception check for me though, while you look up your thing? Okay. Anyway, did you hear me? I got twelve. I did. Okay. Just making sure. You're okay. Seven. Okay. Well, it's a group check, so two successes a pass. I also uh, use a thing of my divine senses. Okay. Um, Can you explain to me what that does? I know the location of every fiend, celestial, and undead within 60 feet of me. Okay. I don't think this would count as any of those. Then it does nothing. Okay. Um, I'm just seeing if it did anything. With your guys' perception check, uh, as you exit the tavern and uh, presumably are going to tail this little man that was just in front of you, you notice there is a absence of a person where there should be. He isn't just outside the door or even noticeably within the heart of the village, but you swear that you can see the vague outline of a small man in the forestry leading out of town. That way. With a set of dully glowing eyes. I meant to say that part. But you were very eager to follow him. So are we pursuing this yes. shape? Um, okay. A funny little train. So, as you pursue this man, you are pursuing him, correct? As a group? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, As you pursue this man into the forest, uh, you follow his route as best as you can. Um, As you are going through the forest, um, you notice the storm has slowly but surely come to a stop. And as you continue to attempt to follow this man, who... You have lost sight of, but thanks to Sophia's tracking skills, I will go ahead and say that you guys are still able to keep up on the path. Um, And you come into a perfectly circular forest clearing with one, uh, not dead, but it is a chopped tree that has a hollow basin in the center of its uh, trunk, sitting in the dead center of the clearing that you find yourselves in. I'm sure this came here for perfectly natural means. This looks like some fish. Um, if you are still looking for the man, I will need you to perform an investigation. Again, I'm going to perform an investigation. I'm going to perform an investigation specifically on, like, the stump. Okay. see if I can figure anything out about it. Uh, Roll. Nat 20, baby. Wow. Okay, what are we investigating? Uh, you guys oh, are... Did you not hear me set? 
I, I heard the part about the fucking uh, the thing in the, the clearing in the forest with the hollowed out stone. And how it's a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you guys are just investigating to see if you can track down where the man went because this is where his trail ends cold. And I'm investigating the stump itself, see so I can find the clues of it. And I got a. I'm gonna just stand there. You're gonna just stand there? I'm just standing there. You're stanced up? Sheree, are you also investigating? I am gonna be investigating since I know the woods, so. I'm not really oh, even stanced up. Okay. No, I know, I know. Okay. Give, give me a second. I'm getting organized here. You're okay. Um, um, so, what is everybody investigating? You two are investigating for the man and you're investigating the stumps specifically? Yes. Yeah, I I noticed that they lost the man, so I'm investigating for the man too. Okay, so go ahead and roll, and like I said, you can have advantage since you're familiar with the area. Wait, you can also. Okay. Unless you're already happy with your roll. Okay. No, I'm not. That's why I wanted advantage. Okay, I got a fifteen. Okay, what was your first roll? Eight, because my second one was a one. Okay, and what was? I rolled a twenty. Twenty, right? I remember. Okay. Let me just check my notes here. For the two of you looking for the man, uh, all that you can find are subtle traces of somebody having previously been here, but anytime you find a trail that you could follow back into the woods, you follow it for a time, but find yourself back in the clearing at the very entrance you first came in. I am going to use Find Photo. Are you going to summon your bird? Yes. Ophelia. Do you okay. have... Component oh, pouch? No. It's because that you need to make a ritual. You need to do as a ritual and it takes an hour. Do I? Yes. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Um, let me resolve Sophia's thing real and quick. As you inspect the stump, uh, I'm assuming you're taking a peek into its hollow cripple? Yes. Uh, as you inspect the stump and peer into the hollow crevice, uh, you spot something uh, glinting. There's a glint of a sparkle. It, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of like... like a little, there's something in there. Well, you get what I'm saying. So yes. what does Sophia do about the thing that she sees? I know exactly what she Do you do. want to get a closer look at it? She's going to grab it. Okay. So, you reach down and grab the object. Okay. I need you to make a constitution saving throw for oh me. Oh, boy. Constitution plus one. That's a ten. Okay. Um, as your hand wraps around the rim of the object that you've perceived, uh, you feel an intense drowsiness come over you. Do I manage to pull it off, or...? Uh, what'd you say you rolled? A ten. Uh, you try your best to fight the sleepiness off, but, uh, unfortunately, you fall victim to the call of slumber, so to say. And you find yourself asleep at the base of the stump. What about SJ? Yes. Did you fucking touch it? Me? Sophia? Did you fucking touch it? Touch what? Zangio silently nods. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Bo very carefully walks over and tries to inspect what's in her hand. Uh, as you go over to ins- there's as you go over to inspect what's in her hand, you find that she is not holding any object of any kind. Uh, can you roll another investigation for me for the stuff? Yes, of course. Uh, 
Um, as you investigate the stump again, you hear a familiar voice call out to you. Son, would you like to tell me what you think you're doing here? 